All right, welcome back to the Idols Two Rivals podcast, episode number 88. If this is your first time listening, this is a podcast that is uploaded every Wednesday, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, everywhere you can find podcasts. And today I'm joined by Shane. What's up? I'm back. He's back. He's finally back after his trip around the world. Um, or My hiatus, my two-week hiatus. <laughs> exactly. So we'll get into that a little bit. And then also new friend of the show, Hopefully a mainstay, Luciano. Say what's up. How's it going? First time, long time? First time, but hopefully not the last. So how we're going to start off, how we normally do, um, kind of breaking it back in now that we have multiple hosts back, is uh, draft. Draft day happened, came and went. Seemed like it took about two minutes, and then it was over. Also, not to mention, after the first round, I knew zero names on that board. Um, So I guess we'll just kind of review. John Mechie went in the the second round. Dude, steal. Also, he's going to the fucking Texans, so his career's over. Yeah. Um, RAP JMO going to Detroit. He, his career's over, too. So that's kind of an L. But what did you think of the draft collectively? Shane, we'll start with you. Yeah, I mean, collectively, um, it was wild. There was a ton of shit that went down. It was probably the most trades – like not not even player for player trades, but just like even swapping positions. Like it seemed like there was just a different team that like didn't wasn't in their normal spot. Like almost every other five picks, people were either moving up, moving back, like just shuffling around, which was pretty cool. Um, but it, it was also just like weird. Like it was just hard to tell like who's gonna even be up at this point. Like the, the order didn't even matter because people were trading back and forth. Like it was nothing. Um, obviously the biggest, in my opinion, biggest takeaway of the draft was the AJ Brown trade. That was wild. Um, AJ Brown going to the Eagles, Tennessee trading him, um, and then drafting Traylon Burks. And then they said that the number one person that Traylon Burks reminded people of in the NFL is AJ Brown. So it was like, they pretty much traded him away and then used that pick that they traded back with to go out and take another stud receiver like that. Um, but no, I mean, I think the Eagles definitely won that trade, and that was probably the biggest takeaway of the draft that I thought um, was most important. 100%. Luch, and what a year. We'll, we'll dive into a little more specifics. Like you were saying, the AJ, AJ Brown trade was obviously – I had no idea that that was coming. I don't think anybody really did. Yeah. What was the was uh, what was the initial reaction from the first round there, Luch? Uh, yeah, I would say just not that many skill positions got picked very, like, defensively and, uh, like, linemen. I would say, um, and then I would say biggest takeaway is just uh, I think Malik Willis like being a top ten projection pick, and then now he's like a backup scrub. <laughs> so <laughs> he does. I like that. Fit, I mean, he, he, I, do like, I do like Malik Willis in Tennessee. I think like did I mean, you hear Tannehill? Did you hear Tannehill yeah. today or yesterday? He's like, I'm not fucking helping the kid out. Yeah. he cried he was like crying he was like after like uh last year when they lost the playoff game he was like yeah i had to go to therapy multiple times after my the playoff loss like i really wasn't able to cope with it and handle it well and it was like yeah then we're gonna go out and draft another quarterback that's gonna ultimately end up replacing you so that sucks for him but he's also just not good so i really don't feel like that yeah. yeah i don't i don't get the i mean he's had a couple of years i guess were decent but also I mean, he had a great team, and obviously Derrick Henry was a beast. Um, but, yeah, I like the fit, too. I uh, There's another quarterback I want to talk about here that I know Luch will want to talk about 
Um, but yeah, I did not. I think he had a great pro day. He obviously has a cannon of an arm and then the hype is real. People see five videos on Twitter and they're like, okay, he's top 10. It's like, well, he played at Liberty. So yeah. I don't know if he's ever played a defense in his life. Exactly. And all of a sudden he's top 10. We're going to pay him $20 million out the gate and he's going to lead our franchise. I never saw that being a possibility. Yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. But the uh, the other guy that that I, me and Luch have different opinions on is uh, is our boy Matt Corral, who I I do like, even though he went to Ole Miss. But I don't trust the Carolina Panthers with absolutely anything. But Luch tends to disagree. Yeah, I just think he's in uh, Matt Rule's system. Who's like, you know, he had a lot of success at Baylor, so I think hopefully like that will translate once he gets a good quarterback. I mean, he's got Sam Donald right now, so it's not like he's got like a stud. We'll see. Yeah, that does suck Darnold for the starter? Matt Corral to sit behind Sam Darnold because yeah. it's like he, he's not going to develop. <laughs> what do you mean? He's, he's going to learn the ways of the NFL. He's going to learn how to win in the NFL. What are you fucking Yeah, yeah, yeah clearly, because that, that's that's really worked out for Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah. But no, and I mean, Darnold. Matt Rule Matt Rule is also just not an offensive coach as well. Um, so it's like that Matt Corral, most likely his career is going to go to die. Um, but I'm surprised that was the quarterback that you guys talked about. What about the only quarterback that went in the first round in Kenny Pickett? Do you guys I like that fit in Pittsburgh? I, yeah, I actually loved that? it. I hate the Steelers, but I I actually really like that pick, and I know a lot of people did. Yeah, I I, th- I think the only reason he'd be successful is because of uh, Mike Tomlin and that that organization. Like, I don't know if he's gonna be that good, but we'll see. I mean, hometown guy, so we'll see. Does the the real question is does hand size matter though? I mean, let's really talk about it. Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, yeah, in the NFL it does, but it also doesn't. They also made like such a huge deal of that before the draft, and yeah. it was like he ended up. I love being they the had. They had like some girl reporter. <laughs> they had some girl reporter that was like, "Hey, stick your hand up against a piece of paper. See, look, my hand's bigger than his." And I was like, "Holy shit!" They're putting him in a body bag. Damn, I didn't see what that. What I don't there. trust is the double gloves. The the glove on your throwing hand, even a quarterback yeah. wearing gloves at all should not be a thing. But the double gloves, one on your throwing hand, really makes me uncomfortable. That's why I've never tested, trusted Teddy Bridgewater to begin with. Didn't I didn't think he was good to begin with. But the double glove thing really sketches me out every time I see it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see if you can make those dynamic plays like – and the ACC championship with that fake slide, like if he can convert that, that was we'll pretty see, there's no way. I don't think he will, but we'll see. I think he's going to get his head taken off if he tries yeah. that in the NFL. <laughs> if he tries that That's in the an NFL, ACL he, blown. He will end up in a body bag or a bobblehead. Yeah. Like he will be absolutely fucked. The, and that, by the way, the RG three call on that play is like terrific. Oh yeah, Where he, <laughs> on his <laughs> fake slide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, speaking of which, what I saw about, something that RG3 just ran like a 4-3-40. Did he? Dude, RG3 is looking ama- – I, I see him all over the internet. Like he's he's kind of been blown up since he started newscasting again. Dude, he looks like he's in playing shape. Yeah. He's a stud oh, athlete. Sure. He's a Heisman winner. But sure. he looks good for – what is he, 35? He's not even that old. He got out of the league quick. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say he's probably like 32, 33. Somebody fact-checked me on that. 
Dude, I think Traylon, that Traylon Burks trade, going back to that, is the stupidest shit I've seen in a while. You're having someone who's tested, and maybe this is just because the Colts have trained me now to like not really trust draft picks because we don't have any ever, but you have somebody who's tested in the league, what is it, two, three years, and then you're going like, okay, this is a guy who's very comparable, yeah. but we have no idea if he's going to play well, so let's just get A.J. Brown right. out of uh, – out of sight and go to the Eagles, which I mean, good on Jalen Hurts now has a weapon and the Eagles needed some receivers. Yeah, so RG3 but, at age 32 ran a 448. Let's go. Some charity thing. And That's nuts. NFL interest. That's pretty No crazy. way. Wait, so there, he's actually receiving interest right now from that? Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> that's crazy. Could you imagine RG3 buckles it up next season? Dude, go bring him back to Washington. Yeah. Actually, although they drafted they drafted Sam Howell out of UNC. Right, dude, was, that guy is gonna be that guy's gonna be out of the league in like two years. So dude, last year Sam Howell was supposed to be like the number one pick in the draft. And then he went and he came yeah. back, played at UNC, and now dropped to be a fifth round pick, and now is gonna be have his career absolutely ruined by the commanders yeah. and they're just, they're just gonna suck yeah i don't get when like whoever the the unc marketing team is i don't get how even like with mitch trubisky back in the day yeah he was a first round like but they're unc quarterbacks like i don't get how they're how they're, they're coming cool. out of the gate like you said with sam howell all all me and luch saw on fucking draft day was sam howell hasn't been drafted here's sam howell's highlight and it's like why are we paying attention to this kid He's done nothing. Like we knew yeah. that he was a fifth, sixth, seventh round pick, but that's all they talked about. Like, is he related to somebody famous? Like, why is he the headline always? Oh, Sam Howell hasn't been picked yet. It's like I, no one cares. Yeah. Who knows? I know because in the video he's like running by like a you know Syracuse corner who's like, <laughs> right. like a marketing exec like in ten years. Like we'll never play football again. <laughs> Yeah, he's the his dad's the he got his internship at Goldman Sachs and he yeah, blows exactly. his ankles out. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I don't get there's just, there's always those weird schools that people are super super high on. Like I'm trying to think NBA yeah, like Alabama like, like anybody yeah, like, like it's so weird. Like, I don't yeah, get it. Yeah, it's 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 crazy how that goes out. So the the other thing I was confused about which I must have not watched any Ohio State football but People are really excited about Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. And I haven't seen like yeah, yeah. they're nice. I, I saw highlights, like, yeah, they look good, but well, people Chris, are like I mean, Chris Olave, in my opinion, was the better wide receiver like the whole year. Garrett Wilson had that one game where he had like, I don't know, like four hundred yards or something, and like Okay, three so Garrett Wilson was like, that guy, the guy that had like a million touchdowns in the first half or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Garrett, that was that was Garrett Wilson and um, there was another wide receiver. I, I'm kind of blanking who, but like at one point was at Ohio State, but then transferred. They got drafted in the first round. So there was like three Ohio State wide receivers that got picked in the first round, or at one point played at Ohio State. Um, yeah, no, I mean, because JMO came over to us after Ohio. State. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, but I think Chris Olave. Actually, no. Jam, Jameson Williams would probably be the best wide receiver of the first round, I think. I mean, just looking forward. Like, I think he would, probably has the best NFL potential. Um, but, I mean, I think Chris Olave could be really, really good. He was really, he was great in college. He's a burner. 
Um, he's like a yeah, Deshaun I was gonna say, didn't he burn at the uh, the draft? Yeah, what well, was his I know, 40. Was fast? I thought, yeah. Let me look it up. Four two, four three, which is nuts. Yeah, he reminds me of like a Deshaun Jackson. Um, four two six. Yeah, he does. That's a dude. Deshaun was a game breaker. He was like the OG Tyree Kill. Yeah. yeah. So unofficial was four two six, but they said official was four three nine. So that's kind of a humongous discrepancy yeah. so like that's those two numbers aren't close at all so that doesn't really help at all but yeah he looked he looked he looked quick but i'm just going through this draft here's how you can tell what kind of draft it was this year these are the first six picks d end oh yeah. wait why are they not showing no no wait so we have they called they called trayvon walker which is going to be the biggest bust first round pick i've ever seen in my life so <laughs> d end d end cornerback cornerback d end Tackle, tackle. Those and are then, your first and then, seven picks. And then the wide receivers, like three wide receivers back to back, I think. Yeah. Then you have wide receiver, tackle, wide out, wide out, wide out. Yep. But that's nuts. But I yeah, mean, but yeah, having, it was having two corners go in the top OTs. five is nuts. Yeah. I think it's a waste of a pick. Why are you picking a cornerback? Can't change a game. Like, yeah, they can help you, but a cornerback will not win you a game. I will say this though, like I think 2014, 2015, um, Jalen Ramsey got picked, I think after Zeke, right? Yes. And I, Ramsey's probably the better player right now. But I oh, like they don't have more sure. longevity than like certain uh, players. Maybe not a tackle. Yeah, that's true. They're not really getting banged up like yeah. a yeah. running back would be or a. So you can't keep him in the franchise forever. Like Charles Woodson is what comes to mind. He played obviously forever yeah. for a couple different franchises, but I doubt he was. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think he was. I mean, top five for a corner seems just wild to me. Charles Woodson was like a. He was definitely a first round pick. He won the Heisman. He was like the best player in college football that year. Yeah, no, no, no. I know he was a first round pick. Didn't he play uh, offense too in college? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, speaking of Charles Woodson, now we're going back to the Packers. Love the Packers' two first-round picks. Quay Walker out of Georgia. And then um, I blank on this guy's name, um, but Nick's the defensive lineman. Huge dude, number 95, that runs like a 4 Devontae Wyatt? Yeah, Devontae Wyatt. Yeah. Um, runs a 4-7. You had two Georgia kids? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not bad. No, not at all. And we have uh, Eric Stokes from last year's draft, who was our first-round pick. So now we have three people on Georgia on the defense. And our defense is, like, on paper, got to be the best in the league. Really? Oh, for sure. I also think, speaking of Georgia, I think Jordan Davis was drafted way too high. Yeah. Really? Dude, he got bundled in the natty. Yeah. Dude, so did eighty. He's athletic though. His his combine performance was shockingly good. I mean, his long yeah. jump and his forty was super impressive. But he just there there are clips all over of, of last year where he's just, I mean, gassed out like by halftime. He's just he's moving slow, which I get. He's a big body monster, but I just think whatever pick he was, uh, where is he? Thirteen is high. But damn, yeah, I guess the the Eagles did pretty good. Eagles did pretty good this yeah. draft. Yeah. I don't know how you drafted. Uh, like, what happened to Thibodeau? 
Oh, Thibodeau, Thibodeau, that. Oh, he went to the uh, he went to the Giants. Giants, oh, I know, but like, why? Why are there two edge players drafted before him? Like, I, like he was number one all year, and then all of a sudden he just went to five. Oh, I think we I talked think about this on the last like episode because he's a dick. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a dickhead. Well, yeah. it's okay. He has his own cryptocurrency, <laughs> so <laughs> the guy clearly oh, does God. well for himself. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, dude. Like, he, I think he's. Tr- I think he's realizing that he lost out because I mean, every there's a there's a chart where it's like every from at least top five to or one to fifteen. It's like every pick you go down, you're losing two to three million a pick. Yeah, and so I think I think he's kind of realizing like that his rep, whether it be true or not, all over the internet is he's an asshole. He's like a cancer in a locker room, and now he's like, okay, well, and he's like draft night. I think he was like with the uh, the Make a Wish guy. And he was like getting pictures with it. Well, it's good for him, as you yeah. should be. Um, but I think he's realizing, and I've seen interviews after he's drafted. I think he's realizing, like, hey, I don't want to be the dick. As yeah. you know, if he realized it draft night, he'll be fine. But there's NFL players that have realized it, you know, five years in their career, they're like, shit, I'm the bad guy. And it's not, yeah, it's normally not a good thing. Him and Evan Neal, which great pick by the Giants. Unreal pick. He's a fucking Evan Neal, uh, dude, he was funny. He was just like all business, huh? Like that guy doesn't. That guy doesn't fuck around. He's just straight serious. It's like, okay, dude. Like you're getting drafted in the NFL. It's okay. Like we can like we <laughs> can, can smile, smile, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Oh yeah, did you guys see that awkward? Who was it? Was it Thibodeau? I don't know who it was that had the super awkward handshake with Roger Goodell, where they did like the like he like pointed one way, pointed another, and like Roger Goodell was like, "What? What are we doing? Like I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what is happening right now." <laughs> Roger Dude, Goodell's I'm convinced probably- Roger Goodell is not a human being, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no shot. Zuckerberg. Yeah. Exactly. I, you, I was just gonna say he's he's a Zuckerberg tribesman for sure. Because <laughs> yeah. he is, he does. He'll go for like the dap up, like fucking McTwist, yeah. and it just yeah. always is like his body. You can tell his whole mind is focused on that handshake, and it's yeah. just his body doesn't move. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. The robot, like, yeah. It's like, God, I really don't want to fuck this up on national television. <laughs> it's like, this would be so bad for the market. <laughs> yeah. He also just doesn't get it. Like, he do- he tries to play into his the jokes about himself, but he just doesn't. Like, it doesn't. Hit. Yeah, it doesn't register with him. Yeah, so he's like. Right. Like, he'll be like, oh, huh? and it's like, no, no, no. Like, you, no, we no, actually you suck. You. No, you, you're the worst. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's the funniest <laughs> part of the draft, in my opinion, is every single time he comes up. Everybody yeah. just boos the fuck out of him, because like, <laughs> what what else are you gonna do? And he's just like, I guess I'm supposed to laugh now. And he does like, <laughs> he's like, oh, right, oh, awkwardly. You, oh, he's you like, oh, guys with me? Oh, you. It's like, no, you. We actually hate you. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> you're not good at your job. Just doesn't. Just doesn't get the joke. Just that one kid at the cat in the at the cafeteria table that just doesn't get the joke. Yeah. All right, so let's recap it. Who's your guy's favorite pick in the draft? Um, favorite pick of the draft. Who do I think absolutely crushed it? Yeah, or just like best somebody that either fell. I think the Jets. Like I think the Jets killed it. I think the Jets. Okay. All what do they have? Three so first rounders. I think the Jets did yeah. well. They got Johnson, that D lineman or D end. They got Sauce. Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner. Sauce. Yeah. Yep. 
I think solid picks. I think I think Zach Wilson's still. I don't know if he's an NFL quarterback, but now they got some heavy. I mean, three now first. Now it's like if he's not, it's he like had so many. They'll at least have other weapons. Exactly. Like he's got somebody to throw to. He's got someone for his boy to. I mean, people don't think about it too. Like when you draft a super like awesome cornerback, that's gonna make your wide receivers better too. And so having those two yeah. duke it out from day one, great. Having a D tackle that can hopefully, you know, get it done. I like Jermaine Johnson. I have since he was, you know, the last chance you kid. Uh, I think he's a good dude, so I'm excited for that. But I think the Jets definitely crushed it. Yeah. Now will they go one and sixteen next year? It's a possibility. Absolutely. Absolutely, <laughs> they will. Definitely on the table. Luch, who do you think won the uh, the draft? Uh. Yeah, I do. I, I say I like Olave's pick um, for the Saints. Who's slinging it in Atlanta right now again without Matt Ryan? Marcus Mariota. Oh, never mind. Uh, yeah. And maybe <laughs> I was going to say Drake London. No, he didn't Olave. Olave's uh, Saints, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I was going to yeah. say uh, Drake London on Atlanta, but I didn't know Mark Mariota was out there, so never mind. He's a beast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shane, who do you think won? That's, that's tough. Best draft. Um, I think I think it's a it's a toss-up between I – th- I think the Jets did a really good job. I think the Ravens also did a really good job. Um, they drafted uh, – I'm going to put his name, Kyle, out of the uh, – you went to the state, Kyle. Kyle Hamilton? <laughs> no, no, uh, Kyle Hamilton. Oh, yeah. he went safety to, out of the, Notre Dame. Yeah, safety from Notre Dame. Um, and then Lyndon Bob from Iowa. So Girlfriend's they, I think a smoke show, by the way. They got two – yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Good on him. Good on um, him. Good on him. And then, yeah, Tyler <laughs> Lindenbaum. So they got two number ones at their, like, respective positions. And those are, like, two positions that matter, like, center and safety like taking the number one available players in each of those positions in the first round like that's pretty big and then they also got david ajabu um out of michigan who's a linebacker who's also a beast so i think i I think they did pretty well um but my favorite pick of the draft was christian christian watson to the packers in the second round we traded up for the guy out of north dakota state who's a who's a wide receiver who's an absolute stud and is going to be an unreal player going forward in the nfl (laughs) <laughs> yeah um i'm just looking at this yeah if your name's tyler lindenbaum and you're an iowa center you're gonna be a hall of famer dude just he, reading the, he's, yeah. a, he's a sick wrestler too oh my of course he is what else yeah. is he doing up there all right bet well yeah draft day is huge now we're kind of on a hiatus with sports wise at least nfl wise what do you um, mean dude I was, I was about well, to say I hockey and nba are Hockey's like prime time playoffs right yeah. now yeah okay well i mean fucking i mean i mean nfl wise we got but, the um, playing the sixers tonight we got the uh the mavs playing the suns as well hockey i mean I dude i'm caps beat the Pan- caps caps beat the panthers well, last night let's go my two favorite teams um it's a good problem yeah, have, it is but not in the first round yeah, yeah not that in like the like semis or something. Yeah, right. Exactly. I don't want my t- I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that like pigeonholed this early. I'd rather have them both be destroying, and then we have a higher chance. Right. Yeah. 
But um, so Shane, Reno trip. Any uh, any exciting stories to talk about? I know we discussed it before you left. Was there any uh, anything that surprised you? Or any uh, anything well, I mean, like a that? couple couple things. JetBlue, first off, sucks so bad. JetBlue is the worst. So that's all I can. I'm going to just lead with that. Um, I will not be doing business with JetBlue going forward. Um, and this is a non-JetBlue podcast. I'm just going to throw this that is out a, there. You, this is a We're boycotting JetBlue. Podcast, right? This is officially happening. So um, I'll, I guess I'll just – I know staff this, so I'm just going to start from the beginning of my shit show of a first day that was just like miserable traveling and then ended with them losing my bag on the way back, which is after all of this. So it was like even double. <laughs> just a kick <laughs> in the nuts. Yeah, so I woke up at like 4.30 to fly out of Fort Lauderdale. My flight was at 7.30, um, which I, I don't know why I woke up that early, but whatever. Um, and so I landed in L.A. at 10.30 like Pacific time. So got there around like 10.30. My flight then was supposed to be at 5, so I had like a seven-hour layover, which already to begin with sucks, but then my flight got delayed another four hours. So got kicked back to 8 30 pacific time so i was like all right fuck it i'm just gonna leave the airport um but i also got you know how like they have like the american airlines like lounges or whatever like where it's like free drinks free food so i was like fuck it i'm gonna buy a guest pass for the day um so it was just like hanging out like drinking the airport and i was like i'm not gonna be able to just stay here for eight hours like i would drive myself insane and most likely kill myself in the airport um (laughs) So I was like, whatever. I took an Uber to Venice Beach in uh, in LA, and Pitching waves. Oh, dude, shredded so much gnar. It was it was wild. No, I didn't. Well, actually, kind of. I rented a bird, so I was scooting around a bit, just kind of like oh, the con- the make, concrete jungle. Yeah, making my way downtown. Um, one of the funniest <laughs> things that happened though, there first off, there's so many homeless people in LA. It's actually insane. Like. Shout out, James and they don't call them homeless people. Weeks. Yeah, well, they call them. Dude, bums. they call they call them campers. Campers. And I'm like, dude, just call it how it. Just call it how it is, man. They're fucking homeless. Like, they're well, it's because they're pissed that they're paying twenty five hundred dollars a month for a shack, and these guys are living on the beach for nothing. I exactly. Too. And so saw a ton of that going on. Um, but. Probably one of my funniest interactions was I was just walking down Venice Beach, kind of like enjoying it whenever these like pretty like ghetto sketchy dudes come up to me. Like one of them's like this like white dude that's tatted up with a do-rag, like wearing like those Jack Harlow glasses. And he's like, hey, bro, yo, you you want my mixtape? And this other guy's like, yo, take my mixtape too. And I'm like, yeah, sure, guys. Like I'll, 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 I'll take a listen to it and put you guys on. Did you grab and it? Like, just wait. And they're like, yo, yo, let me sign it for you. Let me sign it for you. I'm like, all right, whatever. And they're like, oh, yo, you like, and I was like, all right, fine. I start walking away. They're like, oh, no tip. I'm like, what? No, I'm just going to listen to your music and I'll tell people about it. Like you're handing out your mixtape. And they're like, nah, man, nah. And then just take the mixtapes back from me after signing them and handing them to me. Literally, they're like, give it back. And I'm like, all right, dude, I don't give a shit about this anyway. Like, it's, yeah. I'm, I'm cool with it. Like, I'm super cool with it. Um, so, yeah, then I just, like, burned it around the boardwalk. Uh, went to, like, a couple bars, just, just drinking some beers with some people. Um, people were just complaining about the homelessness and how so many homeless people live in the city. 
Um, went back to the American Airlines lounge, pulled out, and made it to Reno. Went snowboarding uh, about like four times when I was in Reno, which was super fun. Uh, I got to hang out with uh, my boy Greg and uh, his girlfriend Lynn, who's also my friend. And um, yeah, shout out it. Greg and Lynn. Oh, and then my bag got lost on the way back. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so I get back from another 13-hour day of traveling, and my, they lose my bag. Took them four days to get it, so I was like, fuck that, whatever. So you have secured your bag, though. Bag has been secured, <laughs> and uh, I bought clothes in the meantime on JetBlue's dime. Oh, there you go. They gave you a little reimbursement. Dude, I have heard nightmare stories about – is JetBlue – so obviously we're out on JetBlue, but – I don't think JetBlue they're repeat – bo- I don't think they're like repeat offenders of this, but it was just like a shitty situation. I've never flown JetBlue. I'm more of a spirit guy if I'm really trying to huff it. Yeah, because God. why would <laughs> so bad? I mean, yeah, I mean that's some broke boy shit. But considering some of my Ubers are more money than a JetBlue flight halfway across the country. I mean, uh spirit than a flight. spirit flight halfway across yeah. the country. Yeah. Um, take it. Yeah, I mean we'll we'll take it. I, I think we flew to Nashville for like 98 bucks or something like that. And I think half of it was our bag, me and James, who's actually moving out. Shout out James moving out to LA. Um, Man, he's like, Oh, James. dude, they kicked all the hard Florida James. Yeah. RIP Florida James. He, uh, really? he had a good run. I think he's about like a year and a half. Damn. Damn. He's more of a dog than ever forgotten. But his sales pitch to me when he was trying to tell me to move with him, which I was, I was team LA forever until it, it took a turn. Um, was, hey, they made it illegal to be homeless now, so there's no more homeless people. So now that I'm getting the uh, inside scoop, that is not true at all, is what I'm hearing. What? Yeah, that is, what? Oh, no, the, it's legal. <laughs> it's actually... It's just, it it's just frowned like upon. It's just, it's just frowned upon. But yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what he's doing. Which, like, they, like, they give a shit. Like, oh, wow, these people are so upset. Dude, it's like, well, I don't you know, have this one, Dude, this one guy was telling me that, like, the homeless people get, like, a debit card or something. Not, like, a debit card, but, like, some type of, like, their food stamps is, like, an electronic card. And it works at, like, McDonald's and, like, Popeye's and places. Like, you're able to, like, oh, go I mean, and eat eating. at actual restaurants, oh. like, what? on food stamps. And I'm like, how is that fair? <laughs> Maybe that's what James is doing, bro. Just buying a tent. Honestly, it out. could be. No, but actually, like, props yeah. for taking the jump out there. Yeah. Oh no, sweet. facts. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll love it. That is. That's just fun. It's just funny because that was his sales pitch. It was like, dude, it's illegal to be homeless now. Like, come on, it's so much cleaner after the pandemic. But uh, I imagine it'd be pretty tough to make it illegal to be homeless, especially in a place oh, like that. Oh, he was saying that it is illegal to be homeless. Yeah, no, that is not the case in L.A. <laughs> well, that's where he's moving. Oh, damn. Good luck. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I did. I was keeping up with the adventures of you just kind of putting around Venice Beach, uh, doing the uh, the old beer travels. No, oh, classic. Yeah, that was fun, dude. I didn't even know Reno had really. I didn't know anything about Reno. Um, Connor dope, and dude. Nico both are from Reno. Yeah, dude. I, I didn't know. even know that until they sent the the uh, the addresses today. I was like, wait, what? I didn't either. We might have to make another trip down there. Stay with the old. Uh, thousand percent so were you on a mountain what was the setup um no so they live like an hour outside of lake tahoe they live on like the outskirts of reno there's like a reno reno's like a city it's the smallest big city in the world or in the united states is like their like big slogan 
Um, they've got like a ton of casinos in the city and whatnot. They lived about like 20 minutes outside um, in a really nice apartment. Um, but we lived or not we uh, like we were about like an hour outside Lake Tahoe. Um, that's where we went and like we went snowboarding in Lake Tahoe one day. Um, then we went to another part in California. So like they live really close to the, like that California Nevada border. Um, but dude, yeah, it was, the scenery was unreal. Like we went hiking a ton. Um, the snowboarding was sick. The, the day I got there, it snowed like two feet, um, like that night before and like in that morning. And then it was like snowing on us in the morning. And so it was like fresh pow. It's awesome. Sick. <laughs> I, was wait, I was waiting for the fresh pow call out. Yeah. And we were just like, whoosh, gnar, shred. <laughs> so you were just living the, the gnar life. It sounds oh, like. Oh, dude, I was just mountain boy. I was just, I was just <laughs> mountain boy living. I would say <laughs> it's that rot, it's that Rado lifestyle. I was living that Rado lifestyle, Nevada style. It did give me Colorado vibes on your Instagram, which oh, for sure. everyone is now falling in love, which I get. I love Colorado. I haven't been there in a while, but I've heard at least of like drinking age. It's a sick ass spot especially denver boulder kind of went to denver last october denver's awesome i don't know if i could live there though no i don't think i could live there either i think if i was full granola i could but they uh (laughs) yeah i don't know you i doubt you'll be able to hear the train which i can hear it too but i doubt you'll be able to hear it um yeah it looks sick i haven't been I don't think I've been snowboarding in five, seven, ten years, something around there. That's a that's a big ballpark we got there. <laughs> <laughs> to be yeah, honest, the last time I, I might have been snowboarding was around when I went with you, and then probably a couple of years after. Damn! So the Which first and only time eons ago. Yeah, it might have been. No, I think I went twice. I've been skiing like three or four times. I don't know about how many times snowboarding. Gotcha. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't gone in like five years. So this is the first time, so it, it took a little to like get my feet under me, but no, it was fun. It was it was a ton of fun. Then you're just ripping double blacks, just oh. off the dome, just moguls. eating moguls. We were just <laughs> shredding moguls. It was crazy. <laughs> so much gnar, so, dude. That's so so sick. No, but I uh, it did look cool. I was not expecting. I thought Reno, Nevada would have been like a desert. So. Oh, shows you how much speaking, I know about I you can ski in Reno. I was like, wait, what? Dude, oh, oh yeah. What? There's a ton of mountains. Um, speaking of – not speaking of, but it was like this happened on my trip and kind of reminds me of something that just happened with you. Um, wait, Jack, you want to mention about how you just got a pretty cool jersey somehow? Oh, yeah. So um, kind of bringing it back to sports. So Super Bowl, obviously this year in L.A., I'm not sure if this jersey came from L.A. It's kind of up in the air. I think it did. But um, I actually got a gift from a family friend of – I don't even know how uh, – longer than I've been alive. Dad's old roommate going to uh, going to small school in Maryland and um, just got a random box. Birthday's coming up here next next week, actually. And so is, uh, so is somebody else's here on the pod as well. What's up? <laughs> and it's, it's so me. uh it's me it's, me. it's, it's me. yeah it's shane it's shane <laughs> if you didn't if you didn't gather that but uh yeah opened a fedex box i saw a jersey and i was like oh this is badass i got a peyton manning jersey and then my roommate was standing down the hall and uh he's like oh it's signed and i was like oh yeah whatever and i spin it around so i got a peyton manning signed jersey fucking freaked out um getting it hung up i may throw it on once just to feel it 
just to feel the uh, well, dude, energy of winning. Feel the authenticity. Elbow room, bro. Shut. Yeah, I'll wear. I'm gonna wear it to the beach. Actually, yeah. Um, wear it out. Wear just, it out. <laughs> yeah, dude. So it's funny. We were. I was talking about this. We uh, for spring break one year we were in Panama City Beach. It's uh, not Panama City Beach. Um, oh my God! This is why is this why is this South Padre Island, Texas? Absolutely crazy, right on the border of Mexico. Like as sketchy as it gets, as spring break. It was. Re- it's really the last spring break spot you can get with like no rules, anything like that. We end up going to. It was like a five day pass of just this concert that's surrounded by a fence on the beach. With I don't know why there was like heavily armed guards. There was full blown all black AR-15s, um, and so it was like Migos day one, Steve Aoki day two, Afro Man was there, and actually I had some pledges rob Afro Man. So that's a whole another story we can talk about. Um, Afro Man, who else was there? God, there's a million. Um, EJ Mustard, I think. No Carnage. Carnage was there. It was crazy. Every day was it was nuts. Like. A list. It was it was awesome, and uh, my uh, my buddy, shout out Carlisle. He wore a Hank Aaron signed jersey out. And we kind of had everything posted up. We had like four Yetis in a circle because it's just a flat, you know, part of beach. And so we had a, a flagpole with like twenty flags on everybody's fraternity, everybody's school, and then we had our our Yetis all around us. We were standing on them to get a better view, and uh, he took it off or he got ripped off. I'm not hundred percent sure, but gets it stolen he wakes up the next day doesn't even realize it he's like oh my god my hank aaron jersey's gone and then when hank aaron died like a year ago two years ago yeah yeah something like that and i don't and i've heard i don't know much about baseball but a he's a legend b he's dead now and c i don't i don't think he signed very many things so this was like we ended up googling it i mean this was like multi-thousand dollar jersey that he wore just to to rage for four days for spring break and it gets stolen like the second day we're there so definitely won't be wearing this. This will be going in a um, in a frame because now I won't have yeah. just flags and fucking tapestries hung <laughs> hung up. I can have something something good. But yeah, it was crazy. I've wanted something signed by Peyton Manning for my entire life, and it was shocking that this thing just showed up to my door. So shout out to the Fields family. You guys rock. I'll see you in uh in Delaware in July. Nice. So how this connected to my story with what I was getting at um is that i was in um like when i was in reno we went to this like old mine town it was called virginia city and it's just like an old western town there's like legitimate saloons like the city hasn't been changed or touched like it's just like a old old developed town and so like we were just going there for like the sightseeing of it and they were just taking me there to like kind of see it and get a feel for how it is um, so like we'd been going to like a couple gift shops and like we went into like a couple saloons for like a couple drinks. And then like we were like on the way out and we stopped at this one last gift shop and it was like a sports memorabilia store. And I was like, oh, this is sick. Like this is so cool. And we're just like looking around. I'm like trying to like see if there's any cool Packer stuff or like any just like stuff that I would want to get in general. And like I didn't really see anything. And then like I like w- was at the front and I turn around and I'm like, I'm about to like head out. And like, I'm just, I just like look up and see that there's a ton of jerseys like hanging from the rafters. And it's like a pretty tall building. It's like two stories. And so there's like jerseys at the rafters at the top. And um, I look and I'm like looking around and I see this, like it kind of looks like a Packers Jersey, but like, it's like super old. And I'm like, what the, heck? is that a Packers Jersey? Is it not? And like, so like, I asked the guy, I'm like, yo, is that a Packers Jersey? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, is that a Bart star Jersey? 
And he was like, oh. yeah. He's like, yeah, it, it is. And I was like, can I can I take a look at that? He brings it down and like, I'm checking it out. I'm like, dude, this is like an authentic Mitchell and Ness, like 1969 Bart Star jersey. No name plate on the back, name plate on the front, long sleeved football <laughs> jersey. So it's like, it's not even short sleeve. It's a long sleeve, like before oh. it was like, dude, sickest jersey. I was like, dude, how much, how much for it? He's like, this so like when I bought the store, this was just thrown in the back, like it was just there. Like this thing's been hanging up there for like twenty years. Like nobody's ever like wanted to get it. Nobody's ever seen it. It's like I'll, I'll give it to you for like fifty bucks. No way, and dude. And I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, dude, absolutely done. Look it up. It's like a three hundred dollar jersey, but I bought it, and so I have a Bart Star jersey from like nineteen sixty nine right now in my room. Okay, that's badass. RIP Bart. I think he just passed away too. Yeah, he he passed away, I think like a couple years ago. Um, but like what are the chances of all places that you'd find it in a random memorabilia store in Virginia you know, City, like all- <laughs> like, in like an old minor town is where you find like a sick vintage Bart Star jersey. I was like, this is fucking unreal. Like, this is the best. So, yeah. he, he was what number 14, right? 15. What was his number? So now, 15. 15. So now I have my Brett Favre jersey from when I was a kid, Aaron Rodgers jersey that I've had since Aaron Rodgers has been playing, and then uh, Bart Starr jersey to complete the three quarterbacks for the Packers. So the three legends of yeah. yeah the Packers, Hall of Famers, all of them. Ah, pretty sick. <laughs> oh, you think you think Aaron Rodgers isn't going in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> He's only got one ring, bro. I mean, if Brett Favre went in the Hall of Fame, Aaron Rodgers is going in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. Are you Aaron Rodgers over Brett Favre? No, 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 no. Never that. Okay, good. I, I didn't want any uh, I didn't want yes. any blasphemy yes. there. Um <laughs> but um kind of switching gears again here. So this was actually Luch's idea, which is incredible. Um, that he got a thought through that brain of his. But so <laughs> so we've talked about and I the year is flying by. We were talking about it before we started recording. Years flying by. I can't believe we're already talking about Cinco de Mayo. It felt like two weeks ago was New Year's. And then St. Patty's Day, again, that was almost two full months ago, which is disgusting. No, yeah. And so Luch brought up the point, kind of a, the very similar holidays. Um, Cinco de Mayo versus St. Patty's Day. Just kind of want to know, uh, know everybody's thoughts. Which one would you... You can only have one in the calendar year. Which one are you taking? And so, like, what are we gonna base it on? Like, you want to base it on like pure getting fucked up, or like just the overall like? Well, I mean, the whole thing: getting trashed, <clears throat> experience. Like, obviously, yeah. there's get-ups to it. Like, you can dress up as sombrero. You could dress up all green. Like, there's 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 the whole theatrics of it. And then you yeah. pick which one. If you can take one, and the other one goes away, which one would you would you take? Oh, mine's a clear, mine's a clear cut answer. Yeah, mine's pretty, I, I've been thinking about it. Mine's pretty clear as well. I'm gonna, really okay. Well, Luciano, you, you haven't been saying much. You go first. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, St. Patty's easy. I think. Hundred percent. Yeah. Totally. Totally agree. It's it like, has to be St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I mean, it's got its own damn color. Like no one's wearing like red and shit out to the, tomorrow or Saint, for Cinco de Mayo. But I mean, like, I think it just, just the general vibe is just to like party whereas Cinco de Mayo is more like oh let's go get tacos here and maybe like a margarita and then we'll maybe stop at a bar for a corona whereas like 
people are getting trashed. Like whenever you have like dudes wearing jerseys and shit, like you know it's gonna be like a rowdy time and like <laughs> wait, what do you mean dudes wearing jerseys? Like, you see a white guy in a jersey, like, oh, it's gonna be a rager of a party or like a day or whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> white guys in jerseys means yeah. banger. Confirmed. Yeah, exactly. And, and no, other, no, no better holiday to wear a jersey than St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, literally. Dude, I don't think I've ever seen somebody in a St. Patrick's Day. I'm not gonna jersey. not gonna lie, I wore a, I wore a jersey on St. Patrick's Day this oh, year. I mean, like, the year before know, that. Uh, oh, I guess they everyone busts out their Celtics shit. Yeah, as soon Celtics as the, uh, their Celtics jersey. Yeah. Packers. Packers too. Ah, yes, well, as well. <laughs> but uh yeah, I would say in a seven game series, St. Patrick's wins in five. Oh, 100. Okay. St. Patty's may, may get the sweep unless, Jack, you want to come in here with something, some blasphemy saying that Cinco de Mayo is better than St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. All right. Well, here's here's my thoughts on it. And there's a couple things that wrap into the Cinco de Mayo opinion. Do I think St. Patty's Day wins? Yes. Probably in six or seven. I don't think it's going to be five. But Cinco de Mayo, I mean, it's – what are they celebrating their freedom? I mean, this is so bad that I don't know this. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, can, that gets people. We, let's cut that. Let's just cut that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, if you are in the right place at the right time, Cinco de Mayo is an absolute just shit show. If you're with people that celebrate it, that that go hard, it can easily be more insane than. St. Patty's Day. The thing with St. Patty's Day is it's universal, like everywhere. Everyone everywhere knows St. Patty's Day. You're wearing green. You're doing this. You're going out. So I do get that. That's why I do think that that one is better. But Cinco de Mayo, the vibe. Also, the derbies right after it. Like there's a whole yeah, chain. Summer cool. starts right after it. It kind of leads off into, you know, just the best months of the year, in my opinion. And yeah, so Cinco de Mayo, I actually – think counterpoint is like yeah the food and stuff's awesome you get to rage face um the timing of the year is the best argument i can see for that that because it's like right at the end of college like or at the end of like right exactly and you're just taking off the summer it's like the first big event that's like oh shit weather's nice time to kind of just get after it yeah but also, like, yeah, you're like we were going slow during the school year. Let's let, let's let's <laughs> one last hurrah. This, this is it. <laughs> but also, like for St. Patty's Day, like March, other than a couple areas in the country, like March is where it starts to get a little warmer. So you got all these people coming out of the woodwork, like True. getting True. all fucked. Like maybe like the first sixty degree day of the year in like Boston, and like everyone's just getting True. all fast and shit out there. Wow. So, that's a valid point. Yeah, but it's more likely to like be warm in May, obviously, than March. To your point, yeah, I got St. Patty's in four on my end. Yeah, in four, a sweep, four. Wow, oh, yeah, yeah, I would say, dude. You don't like yeah. you don't I'm like, like the St. Patty's and drunk guy on Margs and then just wearing a sombrero running around a bar with a f- obnoxious ass sombrero. And I never said that. To- I never I said know. I don't like to do but, that. But I'm a sweep. You're not giving. You're not giving Cinco de Mayo a, a game. No, it's not a game because St. Patrick's Day. I'm also Irish, and I just love St. Patrick's Day. So it's just me. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm more Irish than I am Mexican. So I mean, yeah, yeah I, I, would, I would agree. Right. Okay. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> 
mean, I mean, if that's your argument for 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 St. Patty's and four, St. Patty's. Okay. I guess, also, it, it's it's more world renowned. People get more fucked up on St. Patrick's Day than they do on St. on Cinco de Mayo. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a, I guess Cinco de Mayo is more of a cultural thing, and, and yeah. St. Patty's Day is and St. Patrick's Day blitz. is like an all day thing too. Like, do you wake up tomorrow and you're like, oh, Cinco de Mayo, gonna brush my teeth with tequila? Like, no. Yeah. But like St. Patrick's Day, you wake up and you're like, I'm shotgunning a beer. No, I definitely like think Cinco de Mayo. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just my family celebrated Cinco de Mayo heavy growing up. Like it was, it was always, it was always a great. And that's also, yeah, I, I think I'm fucking biased. Um, it's also <laughs> near our birthdays. So like, oh yeah, no, that's 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 true. That's true. So there's a lot of things. Summer schools out, drinking, fun birthday i mean i th- i think it's just it hit a will, good time will we have a pod on your birthday yeah we will my 25th birthday wow quarter of a century <laughs> yeah it's Damn. depressing you have four days yeah. to uh to clown I, me and then it is old it is very well. it is very depressing I'm we might excited. just do just an absolute hammered episode on that birthday just slammered that's I wouldn't want to do it any other way. Yeah, why not? There we go. Are not you going out for Cinco de Mayo tomorrow, Shane? Uh, I think so, maybe. Kind of up in the air right now. Most likely. Interesting. Yeah, I Are would you? say that's probably the, the correct answer. Thursday night? Why not? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Well, why last not? year it was Wednesday. And that was terrible. That that night lasted about 14 minutes on a Wednesday. Was that? What? Because just... Because Worf was having um, by a oh, Corona yeah. get a shot of whatever it was, so of course, order two or three Coronas at a time, and the night ends pretty quick. Nice about Worf. Like what did yeah. you say, Luch? I said like the night may not end, but like you know, you're right? Just, you're just right. There, Lights are on. Nobody's home. Yeah, nobody's situation. Home. We've all been there. Yeah. Gotcha. All residents. All right. Bet, boys. Well, first episode of the podcast with um, – not with three people. We've had three people on before, but with Luch on here. Um, he'll be back next week as well as Shane. Um, we're going to get this uploaded, and, yeah, we'll have uh, we'll have some um, some good stories to tell, hopefully, from Cinco de Mayo. Oh, shit, next week is my birthday. I'm just not realizing that. Yeah, that's what I was saying, dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. next week uh, – Yeah, next I remember it's like, oh, we're going to pawn your birthday? Yeah, I think so. I was like, yeah, that's next episode. I know, but I thought it was I thought it was two weeks, damn it. Nah, dude. All right, Ben. Nah. Well, we'll have some stories after this weekend, I'm You're sure. You're going to be 25 years um, old next time we record a podcast, fool. Yeah, I'm going to be a – I'm going to have a quarter-life crisis on air, so just everyone be ready for that one. Oh, God. I may have to call out <laughs> sick next episode. Yeah. You called out sick the last two, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, appreciate you guys. We're going to get this uploaded. We will see you next Wednesday. I'll be old as shit and uh, probably crying. So look out for that and uh, see you on the next one. Peace. Peace out.